guys, welcome to Cosmic Corner. Um, I hope everyone is keeping well. I am really feeling the cold weather. Uh, this week I spoke to the amazing Louise George, who is a Kundalini success coach and the leader of Fierce Femme. I hope that you enjoy um, the conversation. It was really, I learned a lot about different states um, and just, yeah, in general, just always great to connect with like-minded women. So, Without further ado, enjoy. So Louise, tell me more about being a Kundalini success coach. Yes, so where do I start? It's it's a lot, it's very, <laughs> it's very powerful. So basically I work with mostly women, entrepreneurs, leaders, creatives, really visionary women to support them in their, what I call soul aligned success and creating a life that feels as good as it looks. Um, one of the things I do as a part of that is work with Kundalini yoga. Now Kundalini is a form of divine energy, like feminine energy that mm. is at the base of our spine. And so this is a really powerful force really associated with like goddess, the goddess energy. And so I work in a very holistic way with my clients to support them not just with the mindset needed to be successful or the, the strategy, what we're really doing is working with their whole being. So I'm supporting them with their, their mind, their body, their energy, their spirit to really be aligned in the actions that they're taking to really show up in, in a more graceful way to work with universal laws um, so that it's not pushing and forcing and striving and making things happen but it's a really beautiful co-creation with with more divine energy yeah co-creation that's such a like powerful word um so when i know you mentioned like goddess energy what does it feel like um maybe for you in particularly when you're in that energy so I mentioned like ease and grace. Mm. That's really what it is. It's your when your energy centers are really activated and aligned, and your energy field is is more um, amplified. You're more of an open channel to receive downloads, those intuitive hits, and life flows more. So people often ask me that how you how do you know when you're kind of in that energy life is more of a flow than a than a push mm. like less resistance there's less of the hustle and pushing and forcing and striving and while there's of course work to be done we we must show up and and as human beings like be in the world and taking action but it's much more intuitively led action you know you, you feel much lighter in in your body in your being right you're just a much cleaner kind of um, energy to channel those divine downloads and um, to be able to hear the voice of your intuition and, and that guidance as well. Yeah, that's such a powerful place to come from as well, I suppose, from like battling through the day as well. And you mentioned the word hustling as well, when everything sort of feels really hard. Um, so I, I wanted to ask, what do you love most about the work that you do? Oh, there's a question. So much. <laughs> I was talking to a really good friend of mine earlier. He's, he's a powerful energy worker, Joe Sweeney. And um, we were just saying how privileged we are to, to do the work that we do, to be able to really support other people in more consciously creating their reality and, and living their best lives. Like it's such an honor and a privilege to 
see people often coming from a place of struggle or frustration or overwhelm or feeling really stuck to then more easily manifesting what mm. they want. And, and I hear from, you know, past clients of mine all the time, just one of them yesterday, and she messaged me and said, like, I'm really living my dream life now. You know, the, the life that I explained to you or described to you, you know, sitting in a room together a few years ago, I'm now living that life. And, and that's what really wow. touches my heart and lights me up. I'm like, wow, that is such a blessing. And just to be privy to people's dreams, like people often as coaches, and you must get this as well, like mm. share things with us that they've never shared with anyone else. Sometimes even themselves, they haven't even given themselves to dream that big. And so as coaches, we're, we're really hearing for the first time, these beautiful visions that people have for their lives. And then to actually get the, get to see them really create that and manifest that and live that is just, mind-blowing and and I can't get enough of that you know to see people actually living on purpose because you know there's a quote from the Dalai Lama which you might be familiar with that is um the world will be saved by the western woman and and that really resonated with me back in the day when I first started coaching but what I believe is more true is that the world will be changed and saved by people living on purpose people mm. living consciously and people living there and and you know creating their soul work and also just the phrase like living on purpose, like that mm. is such a powerful phrase because I think we can always, like I definitely have been um, guilty of this before, maybe in my twenties of kind of being on autopilot or kind of yeah. just posting along with no real, real idea of where I'm going or what I'm doing or why I'm doing anything. Um, and, and now living on purpose, I think is really the crux of like co-creating um, and manifesting that life that you know, is the life that you want. And it, it might not yeah. even be like material things. It's more just having that flow and, and grace. Um, yeah. yeah, that's just so, um, such a nice feeling when you're in that space. And I think I notice it when I'm really out of that space. I'm like, oh, this doesn't yeah. feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you feel it, right? It's, yeah, you definitely. Know, it's hard to explain these things because they're not, you know, it's not coming from a head brain place. It's a, um, there's that quote, like the body knows before the mind does. You just yeah. feel out of alignment or out of flow definitely definitely um so i saw that you offer something called soul fire sessions um which is just sounds like an amazing name what what do they entail so we've actually just had a rebrand very recently and uh, soul fire sessions was my coaching company and brand um and it's still very much a really important part of the work that we do so i have a um, i have a podcast called soul fire sessions and um previously like that was the umbrella that i was working under soul fire sessions is really kind of the coaching that i do and um, the events that we run and the podcast and all of things we've recently rebranded though to um fierce femme which is oh wow i love that yeah, name <laughs> yeah thank you i'm so glad um, <laughs> I, I say recently because i'm someone who I get these intuitive downloads and I act on them very quickly like I was having a conversation with my assistant the other day and she's like wow you're so fast I was like I know like I have I have the, the hit. <laughs> and actually Fierce Femme um, has been kind of developing over this year and over the last uh, couple of weeks we've really started rebranding with that so yeah so what was Soul Fire Sessions is now Fierce Femme um, and it kind of does what it says on the tin it's like that real balance between masculine and feminine energy mm. is you know supporting uh, you know women who resonate with fierce femme are, uh, are going to want to work with me you know and if they don't i'm not the coach for them because that's the kind of energy that we're creating with 
Yeah, that's so powerful. I was just thinking when you said that, I was drinking of that book, um, Women Who Run With Wolves. Nice. That just came into my head. Yeah, it's such a, I want to go read it now. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm loving these because it's so new. You know, when you create something new and you put Mm. a new brand out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you love it, but there's still a tiny bit of you that's like, are people going to resonate with this? Are they going to get what I'm, and so thank you. That's really lovely to hear that. That's exactly the kind of energy that we're creating with. Yeah, I think if you're, yeah, Fierce Femme, definitely, I think you're attracting a particular type of of a woman who wants to do this kind of real deep work, I think, because I think you also have to be quite fierce in that because it can be quite, um, you know, scary, some of this stuff, especially when you're first starting. Um, So no, that's definitely an amazing name. Um, So yeah, I was reading a little bit about you and I could see that you were, or maybe you still are, an actress um, beforehand. Um, but what led you to coaching? Like, is there a story of your own healing that you would maybe share if you wanted to? (laughs) Not one, not just one thing, actually, I would say it's been a lifelong journey. So I, um, I trained as an actor and presenter and that, that was kind of where my career started. Um, but as an actor and presenter, often for, for many people, it's, you know, you're never just doing that. You're doing many other jobs alongside. Um, but I was always so ambitious. So I could never really, you know, do bar work or, you know, yeah. something like that. I always felt very entrepreneurial and very creative. Um, and when I started my own business, I actually went into partnership with my, with my boyfriend, with my partner about 15 years ago and when I first went into business I was like yes that's it I finally realized that actually I can create my own work and still be able to act and and take the pressure off the acting of Mm. that having to thing you know because there was a time I'm sure if any um kind of performers out there listening to this there there was a time for me I would go to auditions and be like I have to get this there was so much pressure on it because that was my dream and that was the thing that I wanted and then when I started my own business the pressure was taken off because I had this other thing that I loved and I and I could still create and put put my creative energy into um and so that was my kind of first taste of business and then as we move forwards together um you know Pistols runs that business today mm-hmm. and I kind of stepped sideways and and created other businesses um one of which was a fitness coaching company and I loved it but there was something still missing and as I was coaching those women in fitness, I realized this isn't about their fitness at all. It's mm-hmm. about who they be. And as I was like working with them, you know, running around the park or whatever, we'd have these most beautiful conversations and they would disclose things to me that, like I said a minute ago, they hadn't told anyone before, you know, things that they didn't love in their work, in their relationships. And I realized that these women are deeply dissatisfied mm. or unfulfilled and it's not you know them working on their bodies is actually just one of the things one of the pieces or a distraction even from what's really going on so and true. so yeah and so I was like there's actually, there's something in this life coaching thing because that's essentially what I'm doing I'm not really fitness coaching or only fitness coaching I'm, I'm life coaching here and so I started looking into that and I was already kind of into um you know self-development and spirituality myself um and in 2014 I started a blog called Bodhi Babes 
And uh, that was really just to help these women. I, I wanted to share my experience of, of well-being, fitness, spirituality, self-development. And I thought, look, even if one woman reads this, then brilliant, you know, I can mm -hmm. share all that experience. Um, but also it was a creative outlet for me. I loved writing and blogging and speaking to people. Um, and it took off really quickly. Uh, actually, I got a lot of traction from that community and that blog. And you know, started being invited to speak at events and um, to write for Hay House blog and things like that. Mm. And as my blog and my life coaching took off quickly, I had other coaches then coming to me saying, can you teach me to do what you're doing? And so the life coaching quickly developed into business coaching and success coaching. And it's just gone on from there, really. So since 2014 to today, it's been an organic kind of natural process unfolding. And I am still an actor today. To answer your original question, I'm um, very much still an actor, a writer, um, and a DJ. And so that was the other piece of this. It's a very long-winded answer to your question, but I think this is going to be helpful for so many people. Um, I made myself wrong when I was younger for wanting to do so many different things. And I had so many people saying to me, you've got to pick something. You can't do all of the things. You've got to pick something and really focus. And while I understand where they're coming from, and that might be true for some people, it wasn't true for me. And so I felt like I was always trying to fit myself into this box that I didn't fit in. Mm, um, and, so, and I resonate so much with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many entrepreneurs and, and business owners and people in our industry do. And it wasn't until I heard the phrase multi-passionate entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, I had the relief in that. I was like, yes finally someone who gets me yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's what I am I'm not I'm not one thing I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur a multi-passionate person and then I saw a TED talk on um being a multi-potentialite and then that was so that was the next thing and it just gave me this or it helped me to give myself permission to be myself I was like I don't need to only be an actor or only be a presenter or only be a coach actually I can embrace all of those things because they're all gifts that I have they're all passions of mine and I've been successful in all of those fields what I will add to that and say alongside that though is that there are times to focus on different things because mm. it, it, what is challenging is trying to do everything at once so we have to really have great boundaries we have to understand when it's time to focus on one thing when it's time to put something on the back burner a little bit so I'm not you know acting and running my business and doing all the things all at once you know for the last a few years most of my attention has been on growing my coaching company um but I've done the odd film here and there and then there will be times that I'm more focused on writing or acting and, and the coaching business is, you know, um, now at a point where it, it kind of runs itself more mm. and I have a great team supporting me. So, you know, it's just knowing when to put your foot on the gas for what particular project or thing, but you absolutely can um, have it all and, and embrace being multi-passionate. Yeah, that's so nice. It's such a, a better way of looking at it as well, because I was I spent years trying to put myself in a box and it just didn't. It just made me more and more unhappy. Um, yeah. And also what you touched on about these, the, the fitness coaching and, and it's tapping into all this other stuff and uh, kind of leads on to what I was going to ask you is um, like, why do you think it's so important to integrate mind, body and spiritual wisdom in order to heal? And I guess you kind of touched on that with the, the you know, that, that, that the kind of um, the body image stuff is sometimes just a surface level distraction. Yeah, 
I think that's a really great question. I think it's, well, I know it's because we're multifaceted beings. We're, mm -hmm. we're not just mind or just body. You know, we are mind, body, spirit, energy. We have multiple bodies that um, need to be, and intelligences, you know, we've, you know, looking at just head, heart and gut and all of our other amazing body intelligences. To be our most highly expressed selves, these bodies need to be coherent and vibrant and clear and so it's never just one thing because each of them interacts with the other so if we have energetic blocks that's going to have an impact on our mind on our body right if our body our physical body isn't in the best shape that's going to have an impact on our mind you know so so the fitness coaching was really important is really important because your body your physical body needs to be exercised and in in momentum and moving to be well and and functioning at, at its mm. highest you know and then we need to also be working on our minds so that our minds in a really good healthy place and but our energy and our spirit and all of the things so it's it's never just one thing it's it's looking at that holistic approach and that's why i do what i do today as a kundalini success coach is i'm looking at all of those aspects i'm never just you know working on mindsets with my clients or strategy or energy it's, it's okay let's look at you as a being and how you can perform at your highest how you can be your most expressed um, sometimes we're focusing more on energy sometimes we're focusing more on mindset you know i'm helping them to to get in their best physical shape as well so it's and I love where I'm at today and now I look back I can see why I became a fitness coach at the time I was like why am I doing it you know when you look back and you've had all of these different stepping stones at the time they don't necessarily make sense until you get to a point in your life and business or career we're like oh now I see why I had to go through that talent or do that program or have that job because now you know I can bring all of that experience into the work that I do today yeah so uh it's just that yeah it's integrating all of it really isn't it into this um kind of the way from what you sounds like from how you coach do you do you would you say that that's based on your own intuition where you feel that people might be need the most healing first is it like different from client to client yeah it is i mean we're all so unique right mm. we all have our own unique um blocks and limiting beliefs and fears and insecurities and and different makeups like we all work differently function at different levels of energy so yeah even if i'm working in like my fierce femme sister mind for example which is a group uh, group mastermind program i'm still working with each of them as individuals there's no mm. one size fits all even if it you know I'm, I'm mostly working with people to help them grow their businesses but mm. there's no cookie cutter way there's no like here's the strategy to success no because again we're multifaceted beings and so i have to take all of that we all have to take all of that into account and i have to work with each person individually and, and look at okay intuitively i'm very intuitive so i can very mm. quickly set where people are blocked you know mind body spirit and things and then obviously in conversation as well and um do it throughout the coaching new things will be revealed and i'll get more of an insight so yeah i'm, I'm really 
working with my intuition a lot in those conversations and and keeping myself at a very high state as well you're making sure that i'm taking really good care of my energy and my body and my mind so that i am open um, to those intuitive downloads so that i am in coherence with my clients um, mm. but yeah it's, it's really working with them very individually on on their personal blocks and how do you like take care of your energy is there like do you have like a specific practice or just checking in with yourself it's not just one thing there's so many different things like the most important thing to me is the way i start my day so mm. making sure that i'm i'm filling myself and i'm not perfect at this you know we all have days where we wake up late or you know go straight on the phone but i i really um focused on being the best I can as much as I can. So mm. making sure that in the morning, as much as possible, I'm filling myself up first. I'm meditating, I'm doing breath work, I'm uh, Kundalini yoga obviously is a massive part and, and my daily main daily practice. Um, so the way you start your day is gonna have a massive impact on the rest of the day and then your week and month and so on. So morning practice is the most important thing to me and it, it's not one thing. I'm really paying attention to how, what my body needs and what mm. my mind needs. So one day I might need to go for a run or wanna go for a run. Another day it might just be some stretching. Um, one breath practice I might need one day because I need more grounding another breath, breath practice another day because I need more energy so I'm really really just paying attention and asking you know what do I need how do I want to feel what do I need to feel that way what do I need to fill myself up um you know nourishing myself with like the best food and mm. like all of the basics you know good sleep good food good exercise um and we must do that as coaches because we have to live and lead by example you know you can only really take someone as deep as you've been yourself or you know as high as you've been yourself so if we're going to support our clients at the, the highest capacity then we've got to be taking really good care of ourselves as well um but yeah so kundalini yoga is is kind of my my daily go-to practice for everything because it does support mind body soul it's so true like the morning practice as well like i used to just be like oh what's the big deal but then when i started to do it i thought god it, it you can kind of ground yourself in it throughout the day it's weird like when you find that you're kind of you know maybe stressing out about something or you're suddenly in a bit of a mood it's like it, it's never as potent as when you've taken that time in the morning it's it's like almost like a, a return to self it's quite powerful um yeah it stays with you during the day Definitely. And then what, what I would love to add to that though is that we've got to check in throughout the day because mm. <laughs> having that morning practice, but then, you know, if you're then going to just go and eat junk the rest of the day. Oh and, yeah. And like, yeah, <laughs> numb out and yeah. Which, which is so easy to do, right? Especially yeah. you know, this year has been very challenging for all mm. of us ways it is really easy to just be in doing and reactive mode. And so I think we have to, make more of a conscious effort to take care of ourselves and to yeah. take that time out yeah oh god my dog i just had my dog bark and i'm like please don't <laughs> um so i want to oh sorry you go i was gonna say if you listen to any of my podcast episodes or any of my like, <laughs> or any of my clients <laughs> my dog, and i'm like i got to the point where i'm like my dog is going to be on the podcast my dog is going to be in the, <laughs> at some point so all of my like um, my academy modules and our like yeah they just they just come in don't they and they're like hey i want to be part of it <laughs> so. i know it's the best 
dogs are the best energy. They, they are. Energy. They are. And they, it's funny how they know though. Like they sleep in a so quiet all day until you're. Oh on yeah, the definitely. They're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, might, you might hear her chewing her bone. She's like brought all her three bones in for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Esther. Yeah. Hi, Esther yeah oh, we love you. She's, yeah she's I think she's got over the bath sulk so that's good um <laughs> but um no it's just it, yeah I just wanted to ask I mean I think you've mainly said about this what this work being really rewarding um but in terms of like helping others has that always been something you've wanted to do yes but I don't think it was always conscious I mm. this world thinking I really want to help Save the world, oh, yeah. really help people. Yeah, but just just inherently, I mean, if I look back at who I have always been, like who I was as a child, I've always been really empathic and mm. and you know for people and animals. Like I really feel people's energy. I always you can have. identify that with that so much. Yeah. Yeah. So and and I've always you know if I then look at my natural gifts as well, since childhood I've always been speaking <laughs> so yeah. presenting, the communication was always something that I was obviously going to do like so acting presenting all of the you know teaching were obvious things um and yeah I guess helping people was always there you know I've always wanted to I'd always be the first person to kind of step up and help anyone and um but it's developed over time like really learning and coming back because as children we know right and then you mm. kind of you kind of unlearn all the things that are inherent and and you go and do different things until you're like oh yeah it makes sense of course I was always going to be a coach a healer. oh yeah when you look back you're like oh yeah that's that's actually really makes sense now but at the time you're like I don't understand what's happening <laughs> exactly so yeah it was always there um if there's one piece of advice you could impart on the audience what would it be it's all possible mm, that's a good one it's all possible that's um so that's the one thing that i really want everyone to know and remember yeah it's that's quite powerful i think especially in what we live in at the moment when it can feel like everything's impossible or maybe a little bit hopeless sometimes um that's quite a powerful a statement as well. It's a lot of hope in it. Yeah, I love the quote from um, Napoleon Hill, what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it is, it's all in our minds. I think that's the, the crux of a lot of the stuff, isn't it? Is that we don't realise how powerful our minds are in, in terms of creating our world. Um, so when you start yeah. to address that kind of mind illness, if you like, or, or, or malady, it starts to lift. And I think you start to see changes externally. But I think so many people don't realise that, that how they're so powerful uh, in that, in sort of co-creating as yeah. well. Definitely. Um, I, I talk a lot about, um, sorry to interrupt you, I talk a lot about the four different life states. Um, oh, tell me more about this. Well, there's <laughs> The main, four main life states are victim, empowered, surrendered, awakened, right? And yeah. when you're talking about people, um, you know, not being able to kind of realize that they have the power to change their minds and uh, therefore change their external circumstances, 
those people are usually, you know, it's not their fault, but they're, they're stuck in a victim state. So yeah. keep repeating the same patterns over and over and over again. And really that will keep happening until someone gets so tired of their own BS. Like you yeah. have to get to the point where you're sick of the same external circumstances. And it's because of the same mindset, right? You, you're seeing the same things happen externally, the same, you know, things that seem like, and, and someone in victim state is like, why is this happening to me? Mm. Right. Life is always oh, happening to them. And then we've got empowered, which is where most of the self-help industries kind of focus towards. And that is when someone gets tired of their own BS and they want to get out of the victim state, they, you know, this is usually where we're reaching for self-help books and maybe mm. therapy and healing and events. And so the self-help industry helps us to realize that we can have, be and do anything. And so people start to then change their mindset and they're like yeah they start to feel empowered like yes actually I, I get that I can I can create my own reality I can change my mind and start to and they start to see things changing externally as well where I work with most of my clients is is in the next state which is surrendered so where the self-help industry mostly is about helping people to change their mindset and realize that they can have been do anything when we get to a higher state of surrendered we realize that yes we can have been do anything but we don't have to push and force and strive and make things happen ourselves. We can actually co-create that there is a much higher consciousness at play that we can tap into and work with universal laws and, and higher frequencies and dimensions. And then awakened is the, the kind of ultimate life state that very few reach, but many of us kind of dip in and out of, it, you know, especially with meditation practices and mm. consciousness and, and Kundalini yoga and things like that. And awakened trusts, you know, we're no longer trying to make things happen. We're no longer, you know, really pushing, forcing, striving or co-creating. We're just in an ultimate state of trust and allowing and really surrendering to the flow of life. Oh, it's so nice. When you said that, I felt like this calm come over me. I was like, I trust. It was really nice. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is all that fundamental, you know, like the crux of it is trusting that, you know, it's, but it's difficult um, when you've not kind of built that maybe relationship with the universe yet. But, but yeah, definitely trust yeah. is a huge one. Um, and my last question I ask as every guest, which is probably a bit of a silly one, is what's a crazy but true fact about you? <laughs> that's a great one I love that <laughs> crazy, crazy but true fact oh my goodness um gosh I can't think of anything um well the uh, the first thing that came to my mind which is a silly answer but it's true is <laughs> I can make white noises wow that is <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> my, my party trick so uh, that's first thing that came into my head so there you go I can make whale noises that's my, one of my party tricks wow that is I won't make you demonstrate but I um I might message you and be like can I hear this I want to hear it <laughs> no, but that sounds that is that is cool it's um, very loud it will do a room so I won't do it <laughs> well it's been amazing speaking to you today Louise um thank you so much for taking the time out to answer my questions you too Chantal thanks so much for having me it's a pleasure to be here thank you as always guys if anything resonated with you please come and visit my website um 
and also come and find me on Instagram where you can probably find my website a lot easier and just find out how I work and what I do. Um, and I'll be back next week. Thanks guys.